You know, it's been a while since I've been joined by anybody. It's usually just been me by myself, so this is kind of new. And it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself? It's me, Pedro Garcia again. Back at it with the... Whatever. Doesn't he sound just so happy? Kind of hard to be these days, considering there's a lot of stuff going around. That's probably why I didn't do the podcast sooner. <sighs> I thought you didn't do the podcast because you were gone. No, it's because of the stuff that's been going on. So I got you, really distracted. You didn't disappear in December. I, I were... did. December and January, I went, went and hanged out with my dad. No, oh, that's what I was talking about. After that about moment, like, time I didn't really have internet access, so it was kind of hard to to do all this. Yeah. Um, only reason I have hotspot right at the moment is because uh, AT and T is kind of not really, uh, which is weird that hotspot's not unlimited. I don't understand that. Like you can use, I have unlimited data. I use all the data I want on my phone, but the minute I put on my hotspot, they're like, "No, only 15 gigs." I'm like, "Why?" Whatever. But because of the pandemic, they're like, "Fuck it, we're not really paying attention." So it's hmm. like you could just do this, but whatever. Since I had to abruptly move several different times, I haven't really had internet access. So the way this works usually is. Um, <laughs> I uh, I record it, either whether a video, podcast, anything. Record it. It's not hooked up to the internet. And then I'll <coughs> take the episode if I edit it. Of course, now the podcasts are being edited. Uh, I have an intro now, intro music. And um, I edit it. And then we, or then I, uh, will then take no, that yeah, from my yeah. computer, put it on my phone, and then upload it from the app. Through my phone. And that's what I have to do for everything. Um, I don't do anything over the hotspot. The only, th- only thing I'm doing over hotspot right now is using it um, to to uh, get both of us on here. There was another way, um, but I haven't tested it, and I'm not real sure how I would use it, and I don't know how it would sound. I think it would sound okay, but I, 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 I don't know. I'm uh, I'm hesitant. Because through Anchor, who allows us to make this, uh, we're all out of it today, dear God, who allows us to make this podcast, uh, they, their app, they have, uh, not only can you just record right on the app and then upload, which I've done a few times, and they sounded okay, and I was recording in the car, uh, it just kind of all depends on the microphone of your uh, phone, but uh, on there, they have a thing where, in the app, and I don't know if they can just join through a link, or if they all need the app or what, but you can send out an invite and people can click on that and join and it puts you in their own little voice chat and then you, it's already started recording and they jump in and then you you just start talking and do your podcast and then when it's over you just click end and everybody leaves. But uh, I haven't been able to try it out. Uh, I did a test with just myself and like two, two different like accounts one time and it worked. I just... I haven't been able to actually use it, and I don't know what it entails or how good it is. And it's also only off of your phone, 
I don't get to use my uh, my nice microphone that I have that I paid all this money for. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned something about like, yeah, because you know you, I well, I don't know if you brought it up earlier or what have you. So about like what? About not not you've been able to record with your mic. Well, yeah, that's what I'm I'm doing now. I wouldn't be able to mm. do it on the on that app unless well, I could probably. There's a way. It's an Android phone, so I could probably figure out a way. I just it, it probably wouldn't be the best, and then I wouldn't have the software that allows uh, it to sound as nice. I don't have the uh, software mixer and all mm. of that. Um, other than that, I'm getting some feedback in this headphone. What's going on here? <sighs> other than that, what have you been up to? It's been a while since you've been here. You have some lowdown. I'm sure you're full of great opinions. Just sheltering here because of the whole pandemic, so really not much. I haven't really done too much sheltering. My life fell apart before the whole world did, so I've kind of been in the same place. Hmm. Yeah. Plus the job I have doesn't really hasn't changed much at all either. So it's uh it's weird. Well, some good things have happened. But what's happened with you? I get to talk all the time. You don't. I guess you do. I don't know. Not on here. Uh, not much, just sitting in my room trying to watch whatever's on or what have you, or just surfing the web. Mostly, it's really been meaning to watch some stuff I bought, but I keep forgetting to, and I keep procrastinating. I don't know, not even getting out much, getting out much as I used. I barely go out. Like, I guess that's the point, right? Mm hmm. Find <laughs> the curve. My uh, mom's husband just flew back a while ago. Seems all right. Who knows? We'll know in like another week or so. Haven't been watching anything or playing anything? <clears throat> uh, finally got around to playing Resident Evil 2 remake like a year late, so. Yeah, I, I would know, say that is about time, yeah. Mm hmm. That game is fantastic. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, what else? Oh, but. Tomb Raider, another one, Tomb Raider, the 2013 reboot. Uh, yeah, again, first time I played it this year. Because they... Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't have a PS3 or what have you. And... Uh, uh, they had it on, on Steam for free, so I was like, free shit. I got free shit. Finally got it. Man, that... that... Dug it. Yeah. I played that game seven years ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, it did take me a while to play Rise of the Tomb Raider, though, and I still haven't played sh- or still haven't played through Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I played a little bit of it. I got a little bit into the first couple of levels, and then that's... Yeah, the trial. Hmm. Uh, you talking about the game, the main game itself, or the trial? The or main game. 
I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I owned it at one point in time, and then when I sold my Xbox, oh. I didn't have it. Um, the Shadow of mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider. It was the third one. There's three yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, it, it's part of the whole. Takes place in Mexico. Yeah, reboot trilogy. Or at least the first part of it does. I don't know if they go the anywhere third. else. I mean, the third reboot trilogy. You know. um, they said it was the last one. Or something like that. Last of the three. I don't know. Maybe they're doing yeah, something. Last else. of the last of the that reboot thing. Yeah, that was the first one made by a different developer. Mm. Um, in terms of this uh, trilogy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that poor series just never gets the marketing it deserves <clears throat> outside of the first one. No, no, it doesn't. It's just, just weird. They're great games. It's. It just kind of keeps. Backsliding back and forth, really. But those games, that trilogy in particular, does not do well playing them out of order at all. Mm-hmm. Of course, granted, I don't think that's a criticism. I think it's a benefit if something can stand on alone. Stand alone, but I think if something is a <laughs> sequel, then it makes sense that it's. Mm-hmm. it's I I explain. Resident Evil 3, um, the remake, there were some uh, reviewers that were talking about, like, uh, specifically on the kind of funny games cast, they were talking about, like, you know, it's weird that that all of these people yeah, act really like we're supposed to know who they are. on this, because I haven't played it, so. Well, this isn't, this isn't about the, the game itself, but they were like, this, like, it's weird that they're acting like where we're supposed to know who all these people are when we've just met. It's acting like it's in the middle of some bigger story. And I'm like, it's the third fucking game. It says three. There's this big three on the... I, I, I don't... It is in the middle of a story. It, it, it's kind of... It's like watching... It... Well, I guess Batman's kind of a weird example because everybody kind of knows Batman's story, but it's like watching the like Dark Knight Rises and going, they didn't introduce any of these characters. It's like, no shit, it's the third movie. That's what Batman Begins was about. Once they got past the beginning part, they didn't really deal with that shit anymore. Um, mm-hmm. That's how sequels work. So, And I know it's still a remake, but it it not only is it the second time they did the third one, this is a series that all together spinoffs and everything has at least 15 games. So like, it's not like, it's not like they just put out one game and called it three and everybody's like, what the hell is this game? It's, it's, it's Resident Evil three. But the issues aside, I, I don't, that's, not, that's a weird criticism. <laughs> There's, they expect us to know who Jill Valentine is. Yeah. Cause it's the third game and everybody knows who Jill Valentine is. Cause they did, that was explained in the first game. <clears throat> Like it's like why would hate Umbrella? I don't know. Play the other two games, find out. Like <laughs> it's 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 weird. Uh, when sequels do that, or not when sequels do that, when people act like that, uh, like like for the uh, like the MCU, for instance, those are almost all sequels. Even the standalones are all like it's like why don't they explain this? It's because they spent twenty movies building shit up. It, it's kind of weird. That never that that's always never made sense to me, um, or like James Bond. There's twenty, you know, uh, what? It's gonna be four or five. The new one's now coming out in November, which that was a bad month to move it to. Um, I had to put that thing out in like August. 
that had been my best shot. I don't want to put it at the end of the year in the middle of winter. That was a bad idea. If this thing does come roaring back when it gets colder, bad idea. Terrible idea. That was that was a bad move. But regardless of that, like they don't introduce a lot in James Bond or tell you about a lot because they kind of assume you've known the past 60 years. At least in part. Um, and I did not no, realize how much continuity's people... pretty fickle on the well, continuity... well, except for maybe the Craig movies, in which case, yeah, they do rely that you have to watch continuity bullshit films. aside. I mean, I mean, um, because James Bond's always been weird about that. Um, it's very odd in how it's how it's like that and how we've accepted that, but it, it's it's um. I don't mean like that. I mean, they don't explain who M is or who Q is or or any of that. Like they or Minute Money Penny, they just show up and everybody knows who these people are. Yeah. Or the fact that James Bond's an orphan, everybody knows that. You know, uh-huh. and stuff like that. Except I thought everybody knew that until I was listening to. Um, well, of course, kind of funny comes up again. They were reviewing the Daniel Craig Bonds because they wanted to do all the Daniel Craigs before the last Craig Bond came out, and then. The virus happened. So I'm kind of hoping they go through the rest of the movies because that would be fun. But they were like, was he always an orphan or is this that? Or is this just like a retcon? Or is this uh, picking up on what Ava Green said in Casino Royale? I'm like, no, he's always been an orphan. He's, he's His parents died in a skiing accident. Like, but that's... Everybody knows this. It's one of those weird things that I just assumed everybody knows, except now that I think about it, it's never directly stated in the movies, except for Spectre, which, fuck, <sighs> that movie's bad, but I don't, mm-hmm. but it is talked about in the books a lot, it never shuts up about it, but like, it, it, it's, it's weird to, to call that, uh, to have criticisms for that, as for the rest of the game, yeah, there's. There's legit legit criticisms, but I've always find that when it comes towards sequels, a weird one. Because if you're watching something that has a number attached to it, it seems odd to be. If you walked into Lethal Weapon Four without watching the past three, that's your own fault. I don't know who these people are. Maybe you should have watched the other three movies. You had like ten years. You could have done it. They were like some of the biggest movies on planet Earth. You, you totally could have. You know, by the time you get to four, everybody knows each other and they treat each other like family because they've been together forever. That was kind of the point of the movie. I still like that mm-hmm. movie. A lot of people are down on four. I'm not. I've I've always liked four better than two. It's valid. One is the best because it just it is, and then. Three, four, two. I don't know. Two, two's not a bad movie. It's just two doesn't hold up as well to me. I don't know. It's just there's something about it. I still watch it. It's still good. Just I always have a lot more fun watching three. I really like four for whatever reason. Maybe gently. Uh, and then of course three is great, and one is well one. Only problems with those movies is is being dated and Mel Gibson. Yeah. Damn, how it goes. Gibson. Yeah, well, 
Uh, I know it's kind of weird. People are just always going on. Plus, plus, besides the uh, the was the Resident Evil remake or remaster, isn't that like widely available now? Like, yeah, what, everybody remake? Could just go. the original. Yeah. Uh, first game. Yeah, I think it's on everything. Yeah, I mean, if people want to like know who Jill is and everybody else is, no, it's right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's even if the remake didn't exist, the first game's still there. Like it, it's just a weird. I've, I've always found that crit- this wasn't like people weren't taking points off for this. It's just there was a discussion and like everybody, <clears throat> there was like four or five people in this discussion and they all agreed. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm like, you're playing the third fucking game. It's the third game. I mean, even if you want it's the third to, like, one. <laughs> there's like remaster, and then there's like, and if you don't want remaster, and you want for some godforsaken reason, you want the director's cut. It's on the, it's on PSN, right? I mean, if you if you jumped into Resident Evil Seven and you didn't know what the hell Resident Evil was, and you get to yeah. the end of that game, you'd probably be like, "Who the fuck is Chris Redfield?" Like exactly. It's like, well, if uh, you played spoiler the, alert, everybody, he if, shows up. If at you seven, played oh, that well. game is old. If you played like twenty other games, <clears throat> you yeah. would know who he is. It's just it's. I, who's I got Western? a friend who's going to just start on this franchise, and they're going to start on six, and that's just going to be a barrel of laughs right there. No, no, oh god, don't start on six. Only yeah, uh, that's what I said. That's what I said. Don't play six. Like, I mean, Period. don't play six to begin with. It's broken as hell, and it's kind of being erased from existence as well. Honestly, honestly, it's like every like remake how, they start like taking the whole, stuff away. Yeah, it's like if if first if people are complaining about three, where it's like, oh, who are these characters? Oh man, no, six six has you. It's it locks people. It locks people out who never played like the other game. It, lo- it locks people out. It's like it expects you. It expects you to know. Who any of these characters are, what happens in the events of the other games and shit. So, and I Six don't understand why anyone would think that's a good starting place. But you know, I guess the only I good- tr- I tried replaying it. Well, I started replaying it just recently because James got it for me, despite me not wanting it. But fuck it, free game. <sighs> I guess the only good thing about starting at six is it's really nowhere but up after that. Yeah. You know what? I, if you play I, the mainline I, ones, at least. I... I oh. Never mind. Hey, hold up. You... There was a... Uh-oh. So, for whatever reason, the audio just disappeared. Died. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a computer or the internet, whatever. It just stopped, and I had to reset everything. So, yeah, we're just going to jump straight into whatever the hell we were talking about from there and uh since it just died and had to make a whole new part anyway figured this was good as time as any or good as as good a time as any to put an ad break well that was weird audacity just kind of died on us oh we were talking about what what the hell that's just how the quarantine is oddly enough this doesn't sound unprofessional this sounds just like every podcast right now because they're all having to use discord or zoom or some bullshit to yeah. Make it all work. Um But uh what what were forgot. We were talking about Resident Evil, I thought. Uh yeah, we're talking about I don't know, like like the first game is technically widely available. Yeah, widely available someone playing six first. 
That was a bad yeah. idea. HD remasters right there. Uh, and if you, but if you still want to play like the classic, classic one, like I mean, if you want to get it digitally, you that the director's cut is is on PSN last I recall. If I, I don't know if it's still on there, but I mean, then the, I don't know if you want to hear the clown farts in the basement though. That's because yeah, like like if you really want it with the without the weird funky soundtrack you have to get like a physical copy of that so in which case just you might as well just stick with hd remaster you know because that's like much more easier to get um uh yeah i don't <laughs> I, we were about to we were about to embark on something and i and i completely i don't remember what it was i just know starting at six is a bad idea playing six is mm. a bad idea just to, just period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to start somewhere, there are a few good starting points other than the first one. Because the first one, uh, even the remake, is a bit dated. Those controls don't... I don't like tank controls, never have. But you want to start somewhere, and people say the controls are dated here, and while they are, I think they translate a hell of a lot better. Four is a real good entry point. Only problem with that is it doesn't get much better. <laughs> You're on a bit of a downhill after that. You got some ups and then mostly down. That's the problem with starting with like the best one. Uh, when you start with one of the greatest games of all time, it's kind of hard to to keep that momentum. And they surely, surely did not keep it. Five sure as hell didn't. No, five's uh, all right. I'd rather play five than six. Five's not a bad game. Five's good game. Six is terrible. Um, I don't, know why I'm, don't even know why I'm playing six. It's just compared to four. It's like, damn. Huh? Well, yeah, clearly compared to four and compared to man, I play that at all. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I feel like I don't know. It's, one's not that hard to figure out once you get the controls right. Yeah, but most people bounce off tank controls real hard. Uh, that was something of its era that is real hard to get used to. And there's a lot of people that didn't play crap like that back then because it was so weird to get used to. It just doesn't click with a lot of people. Um, I can get it, but it, it, I don't like it at all. Especially when a lot of the tension in the game comes from the bullshit controls. I've, I've always hated that. Um. Uh, in any survival horror game. Well, I haven't played it on PC, so I'm going to de- probably defer to you on that. I, I, would always assu- thought it was easy. I would assume on PC it would be the same. But your mouse is not going to save you there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was easy to do on console once I figured out what to do. Give them a little give, just give the zombies a little juke here and there. It's not that. I just mean the controls in general. They just tank controls yeah. are just not fun. I don't like them. The people that love them, I don't like them. I've never been a fan of tank controls. Uh, it's just, eh. I, I mean, I can play fair. them. I don't, not really. I don't, I don't really like love them, love them, but I don't really mind it. So, just probably why they did, they started moving over. Like onto the oh, the shoulder deal here. So, 
Oh, I'm it's excited easier. for eight. I'm excited for eight. What is up with eight? Honestly. It's going to be good. That's all I know. It felt like it was like a remake of four. And then it, we actually got a re- We're going to get a remake of four, apparently. It might which... be leading into it. There's something going on. There's something going I on. Actually. really don't get why we need that, but okay. Uh, I, 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 I actually understand it. Uh, Is it one, like 15 years since, like, I mean, right? 2004. Yeah. 16. 16. Mm. So, like, no. so, uh, besides just graphics, uh, the controls definitely need to update, and it depends on what they want to do. So, with 2 and 3, they changed it to an over-the-shoulder versus the fixed camera angles and, uh, you know, the tank controls. With four, it's already over the shoulder, so the improvements there, you could either just make it play more like two and three, or, you know, four's interesting, especially looking at two and three and what they decided to change, a lot of it being story elements, and I think Capcom, at least the people on those teams, are really wanting to uh, uh, streamline that story, because Resident Evil's story is terrible. It's just, it's all over the place. They forget shit all the time. It's, it's, it's never been the point. When it's good or has good moments, it's good. Most of the time it's not, and they forget stuff. And they all just kind of are a bunch of different games that have loose ties to each other that they put the name on there. And then they got to a point where they actually were like, well, fuck, what if we actually want to make a story? And then it got weird. Um, and then, then there were a lot of bad writers, like like with Resident Evil Six. That Ada bullshit is so stupid. Um, but then Seven, they nailed it. Uh, I love Seven. I, I really do love Seven. It has kind of the same problem that all the Resident Evil games has or have, which is at the end of the game or by the end of the game, it's just not as fun or a challenge anymore. Um. And all those games have that problem. Uh, I don't necessarily know why. I don't know if it's particularly the design of the game or if it's just hard. But all of those games have that particular problem. Their best bits are usually early on. And then by the end of the game, it's a little bit different. Um, it's just how good or bad those bits are. It you know depends. Like Resident Evil 4, the worst bits are still bad good let's say for six the best bits are still terrible (laughs) but seven um i was really surprised by seven and it seems that eight is going to take that direction but with the four remake you know it's interesting because with three retconning a lot of stuff just with dialogue here and there leading up to four they changed the dialogue they changed what nemesis is nemesis is a parasite there's like a few lines of dialogue, and they mentioned a uh, parasite from he's Europe. Always, I mean, he's always a parasite. Not as specific as this. They name him. So, so there's some bullshit that happens in that game. But uh, no, I mean, like that's that was always the case. They just emphasize it more. They say specifically say from Europe, um, and he has the ability to turn people into these things that really look like the monsters from Resident Evil Four. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, 
Oh. <laughs> so, you know, like, honestly, it's always been the case. I mean, that was always the case with that one. That's what made him different. And, and that's... Uh, lore-wise, excuse me. Uh, like, they always... Like, the parasite that they used on Lisa Trevor is what they used for Tyrant Host to create the Nemesis. Nemesis was not always able to turn them into the... Fuck, what was it called? The, the specific name that they had in Resident Evil yeah, 4. That's different, yeah. And they directly tie him to that, and they're tying Umbrella to that, because 4, it kind of always... It was weird in that it was like, fuck all that bullshit, we're going to do this other thing that's sort of related but not, and then weird castle adventure in not Mexico, Spain, in Europe, which I always found interesting. Uh, but it wasn't originally meant to be that. However... I think they were supposed to always do something different with that, and they never got around to it. Well, they got like five different yeah. games out of what Resident Evil 4 was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah but, so uh, Haunting Ground and Devil May Cry are two of them. Um, but you get, uh, before, uh, it, it does take kind of a tangent to the rest of the story, but with two and three wanting to streamline everything, I think they're going to pull four more into, uh, the story to the overall story. I think they're going to change a lot, especially since four has reportedly been in development for a long time. Mm. And that it's in budget wise and care wise, because what we're seeing is that while three may have been started before two at some point in time, they just wanted to redo three. Um, they stopped working on it and started working on two and two got a lot more resources than three because Resident Evil two is Resident Evil two. And it was a game so good that they didn't want to remake it because they thought they would ruin it. Even if they could improve it, they thought they would ruin it. And they didn't, and they turned, you know... It took 20 years for them to try, but then they tried, and it was good. With 4, 4 is even on a higher pedestal. So apparently they've been working on this thing for a long, long time, trying to figure out what they were, were going to do. And I th really think they're going to streamline it and put it into the, the overall canon and story and everything and change a lot of things, especially when you read that description of Resident Evil 8. Also, it being called the village, they're going to they're they're putting some pieces together, and I like that. I think this new Resident Evil works better. Um, I would like to see Code Veronica get that treatment, but they might just forget about that altogether. It's like fuck that game, fuck RE Zero. <laughs> we don't need all that. Just get rid of it. Um. Uh, but uh, with four, uh, who knows? It may not be an over the shoulder. Uh, action game, they might completely change it. They might go first person with it. They might do it might be something drastic. I mean who knows? They might go back to its roots of what 4 was supposed to be. Um, we know there's more remakes coming and that that plural gives an idea of what they're doing. Um, people were joking around about what, it's like, are they going to do 5 and 6? And it's like, yeah, what what happens if by the time we get to 6, 6 is a completely different game? Like, it's just, it's Resident Evil 6 in name only. And then um, on, the, on the Castle Super Beast cast, Wooly and Pat, and Pat is a huge Resident Evil fan. They were talking about the uh, Resident Evil uh, Village leaks and Resident Evil 4 leaks. And they were like, um, 
they were like village, and it's like look at the title that they have mocked up. It has uh, Resident Evil um, Eight in it. So the village, it's got you know V I I and uh, I. So yeah, it's eight. So it's three. Um, and like yeah, and they're talking about how like oh I love how they do that. I love how they do that, and you know you know incorporating. Even though it's like Resident Evil in the subtitle, they incorporate the number into it somehow, and it looks real cool. And then they they thought about it, it's like, what are they gonna do for nine? Because nine is IX, and then it's Silence and Wooly Ghosts, Resident Evil Six, and then they died laughing. And then they thought about it, and I would, I that does, I know it probably will never happen, but that sounds like something Capcom would do. So what we get we get a few more remakes, we get eight, and then by the time nine comes around. What if 9 and the 6 remake are the same game? And it's called Resident Evil 6. 6 is spelled out, and then the I and the X are highlighted to make 9. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would absolutely fucking love that. But neither here nor there. No, but 8's interesting. From what we're hearing, is it sounds a lot like the older um, Resident Evil 4 concepts. Um, cause, uh, specifically the hook man concept, which, uh, that's very interesting cause it's supposed to be more supernatural than the, uh, than the previous ones. And then that, or at least a version of that would end up becoming, cause the hook man demo was more, was incredibly survival horror. It also was impossible to run on any hardware at the time, but, uh, it was incredible. Incredibly survival horror, but then they started putting action elements into it and just didn't feel right, and that became Devil May Cry. Or, yeah, one of those became Devil May Cry, and then all that together we got uh, Resident Evil 4. But 4 is um, is interesting. Um, or with 8, is 8 sounds like they're going to do what they were going to do originally with 4, which makes me wonder what they're going to do with the remake of 4 how faithful it's going to be or if they're going to try something completely different instead of it being a retcon here, retcon there line of dialogue. What if they're like new timeline, new timeline, baby. Um, cause that might be the safest bet. Cause they know if they just, they know if they try to remake it as best they can, it might not work. They may not be able to recapture that magic, but they might be able to make something just as good, if not better. If they, uh, if they go ahead and uh, try something different, and I would love to see that, uh, but and we get an idea that they might be leaning that way. What with Resident Evil Eight, at least the rumors and leaks at the time saying that it is very, very, very heavily influenced by uh, the old Res. At least it seems like the old Resident Evil Four demos and uh, 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 things that they put together for it. Uh, we got witches and werewolves now. And uh, I'm wondering how they're going to explain that away. Werewolves I get. Like, oh no, weird virus werewolves. Witches? Witches. What virus makes you a witch? Unless it's Leon, or not Leon. Unless it's uh, Chris Redfield and Ethan, they're hallucinating. But other than that... Is there a witch virus? Very curious. I mean, wasn't that the originally the whole point of uh, what a uh, castle 
was for four before it became its yeah, there was a thing where he got infected and it was making him hallucinate. Yeah. Which, that could explain the witches, but... Uh, you know. But then again, it could just be witches. There's just witches now. <laughs> They've always been there. And ghosts. They never did ex- I mean, they never did really explain what the T.E.B.S. ultimate was. There's some weird bullshit in Resident Evil. I'm gonna be honest. Like... Honestly, well, although I did ask around the uh, Resident Evil wiki folks, because they're the ones that keep track of all that stuff. And some of them theorize that uh, the the reason why that dude fucking disappears and then, like, appears with doubles is because, uh, you know, it's because he's emitting, like, something that makes you hallucinate and all that. Which I'm like, okay, well, I guess that makes much more sense than teleportation. No. Could be. Could be. But, you know, again, nothing was concrete because I went to look it up and but there wasn't anything concrete. But then again... And again, nobody really remembers Revelations. Sorry to whoever is a fan of those. I, never I, really I don't played. know. Then again, Wesker runs faster than, like, the speed of sound. So I I don't, I don't you know. You know, I never even played Revelations 2, so I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, no, that was Code Veronica where he does that bullshit where he's Superman. No, I'm talking about... <laughs> No, I'm just still talking about Revelations and that I've only played the first one. I haven't played the second one, so I'm not really I haven't really played either on. of them other than a little bit on the 3DS. I remember being amazed by how good it looked. And the 3D was cool. Yeah. If you didn't, like, move around back and forth, you know, yeah. But I, I, I'm i excited for 8. I'm excited to see what 4. I think 4 could do do great with a remake if they have if they want to do something with it. Um, they actually have an idea that they could, especially with them wanting to streamline the canon, which is very obvious. Um, I just want to see how they take their new Leon and make him into Super Leon. Because I don't know. I don't know. That's my only, that's my main worry. But uh, they're definitely leading to four. I just want to, there's got to be some reason that eight and four seem to be linked. Eight, I mean, 8 is linked to 4 m- more than just the fact that it's like, hey, remember that game we wanted to do but couldn't? Well, now we can. But also the fact that it's called The Village and that it seems to be in Europe again. It's like, that That seems... That seems interesting. I mean, the, if Leon was back, then it would be like, okay, this is like a sequel to 4. This is a fucking sequel. But... <laughs> Uh, it's Chris and Ethan, and I like that Ethan's coming back. I'm glad they didn't they didn't just forget about him like they forgot about Claire. I want a Claire game, a good mm-hmm. one. I like Claire. Claire's always been my favorite. Jill's cool, but I I know something about Claire. Chris, Chris and Jill are okay, but they're super cops. There's something to me about Claire. Being like, my brother's missing. I'm going to go find him and take on this giant super corporation and all their goddamn monsters by myself. It's like, okay. And then she does it. It's like, whoa. I mean, that's what they do too. Yeah, but the the thing about... uh, The thing about Jill and Chris is they're like trained and they're basically superhuman. Claire's just a girl. And I've always liked that. And part part of the things I like about her, I also hate, 
which I, I hate the reason she disappeared. And that is she just, I don't know if it's canon anymore or whatnot, but apparently she just wanted to be a nurse. And once she figured shit out, she was like, okay, I can go be a nurse now. We don't really find that out in the games much. Maybe in six. I don't know. I refuse to play it. I mean, <laughs> Revelations 2, she comes out. She doesn't show up. And there is nothing to do with that. And I saw a playthrough of that. She has, they never comment on her in six. But I like, uh, I like. She comes. She no, she's a Terra Save activist or something like that. Because Terra Save is that whole thing that's like sort of a uh, organization that sort of like protests against, you know, stuff like what Umbrella does. I mean, that, so. the only thing that that Claire has going for her in terms of like pure skill is the fact that her last name is is uh, Redfield. And it's like, okay, maybe there's just something in their blood where they're just really good at doing this shit. But her brother is like a super soldier, basically, and she's just a person. And I've always liked that she is just better than Leon in every way. <laughs> Until Leon becomes super government agent later on. But I still think Claire could kick his ass. I don't know. I've always liked Claire. I just really, really like Claire. Um, I would like her to get another game. That's good. Maybe if they remake Code Veronica, then they'll actually be like, okay, we'll do more Claire stuff. But you're never getting Rebecca's Chambers game. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm going to hear it. I mean, I don't know. Revelations 2 is right there. You maybe. So, yeah, I think you can blazer on that one. So Rebecca Chambers? No, Claire. Oh. I mean, more just playable. I mean, I, I want a clear game. There was only one clear That's, game. That is a clear game, right? Pretty I sure mean, yeah, you play as what? Pretty sure Revelations two. You're Jill. No, you're, what? No, it's Claire and Barry. You can play because they were. I was listening to those guys talk about it. How like no one there's Revelations. Never been plan. It's Jill, the first one. Revelations two. I've never played Revelations or two. That, Revelations, yeah, Revelations two's got two. got Claire. Oh no, not the Bible verse. Nah, I mean, then again, I can't, again, I can't, I can't really comment on whether its quality is good or not. I hear okay things about it, so you know. I think that was like the last time she showed up in anything. Oh shit! I gotta play Resident Evil Revelations too. Fuck. I love Claire. Yeah. Uh, but then again, it's Revelations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so who knows? Maybe I don't want a okay, side story. I want, like, Resident Evil 9. It's a Claire Redfield game. Let's yeah. go. Let's do some That'd shit. Nice. But, like, I, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for 8. It's probably going... If I had to guess, since it's slated for 2021, it's probably going to be February. January, February, or March. It's going to be that first quarter. Mm. Because 7 released in February, uh, 2 released in January, and... What, 3 released in March. I don't know why I just forgot that. <laughs> So it's probably going to be around then. as Because uh, I don't know if Resident Evil games historically do that, but these last couple have done that. 
His last three have done that. Uh, have done that early starting off the year crap. And when they do that, it's usually because they know they have something good. Resident Evil Seven released in February, and nobody ever forgot about it because, and that was a packed year. Um, it's like, man, Resident Evil Seven. It's like that's a good freaking game right there, and everybody knew it. Uh, and I'm glad they kept Ethan. They just sweep him under the rug like a lot of new characters, or even some not new characters. Um, though I wonder what that means. It's always weird to me. You get into the seventh game and you introduce a new character and then you start to lead with him. And I'm like, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder why. I'm very curious. Just, I mean, Chris is back. But I wonder if Ethan, is Ethan just doing shit? Is he super soldier now? Like, I'm, I'm very... Because Ethan was just doing that for his wife, and I don't, I don't remember what Ethan did. If they ever talked about what he did, like it was his wife who was doing all the weird, spooky scientist shit. But he was just living in Austin, and then it's like his wife disappeared, and he gets a weird message, and he's like, "I'm gonna go to Louisiana and get my wife back." And I'm like, she was a security consultant, a security officer for the corporation that was working, messing around with that, or organization that was messing around with that. So. Ah, she seemed to be a little bit more in depth. Yeah, and, that's that's what it was. I mean, that's already in depth enough as it is. Well, he didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know though. It it might, but yeah. But what was Ethan? I wonder. Because I doubt he's getting... Well, maybe he did. Maybe he's like he experienced him some fucked up shit. And he's like, we're never going to let this happen again. Let's go, Chris. And then they just go on to Europe for whatever reason to this village and fuck shit up. But I don't know. I, I, I liked Ethan. Not just because he's Texan, but I, I just like the idea of... Um, uh, We don't always need like everyday characters and, and things like that taking on big, huge odds. But what I liked about Ethan wasn't that he got duped into something or he was tricked or he was caught between a rock and a harp or, or like, oh, no, it's an outbreak. I have to get out of the town. I have to survive. If Ethan wanted to, he could have just left. What I love about Ethan is he is staring the devil in the face. and He knows he can't defeat it. He know, He's just a dude. He, you know, he doesn't even know really how to use a gun well. And he keeps going because he is there to do one fucking thing he was there to save his wife and god damn it he is gonna save his wife like i'm like i damn it ethan i love you <laughs> ethan and claire Ooh, that's gonna that'd be a good game but i i don't know i've always liked it and i don't know i just felt i felt a bit more of an attachment to Ethan. His, his writing had to do with that a lot with that too. I liked all, a lot of the, all the characters in Resident Evil 7. Even the one that pissed me off, that stupid brother. But if 8 is anything like 7, I'm 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 uh, very excited. I hope it's better. Not that 7 wasn't great. I just hope it's I hope it is the next leap. They figured some shit out 
And they're like, we're going to make it crazy. And according to these rumors and stuff, they have alluded to, or not alluded, they straight up said that it's going to change Resident Evil. What the hell that means, I don't know. Like, 7, seven wasn't really that big of a departure. It was in first person, and it was people you didn't really know. But they they went back to basics in terms of inventory and, and everything else. So I'm very curious. I don't know. You're supposed to be the Resident Evil nerd, not me. Seems like I'm doing most of the talking. I mean, your guess is as good as mine at this point, what they're going to go with. <laughs> How about that new Mario game? Mario? Yep. Rumors that were pretty... Oh, damn, I dropped my pen. Pretty much confirmed about a... Well, at first it was because they talked about remasters, and then now it seems like it's not just a remaster. Uh, at first it was like they're... Nintendo was going to like re-release, remaster, do something with the 3D Mario games, and everybody was like, "Oh, they're going to release like five games and charge you sixty dollars a pop for them." Because of course they would, but we're going to buy them because that's what we do, and that's how they make money. But mm. then stuff started popping up about Super Mario 64, which might be a from the ground up remake, Super Mario Sun Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Those three, maybe Sunshine, oh my god, maybe Galaxy 2, which was it wasn't really mentioned, but it's maybe there. The 3D Mario games. Those are going to be in what's probably going to be called Super Mario All-Stars 2 to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary. And that is going to be nuts. All in one package, one $60 title. And then they're going to, 3D World's going to have a, like a deluxe release or whatever. But it'll be the first time that the 3D Marios not only have been remade, but also together in one package. And also on the Switch. And uh, I'm excited for that, because I love Mario. I'm all about Mario. And uh, I, I, out of all of them, I, I mean, I'm going to play all of them. But out of all of them, the one I'm excited to see is what the hell does a remaster, or rather, or rather a Nintendo from the ground up remaster of Mario 64 look like. Because I've never done that before, other than the uh, the DS port, which was kind of weird. Like, I wonder... I wonder what that's going to be. Because, you know, Nintendo doesn't leave well enough alone. They're going to put some shit in there. And the question is, what? So I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious. Plus, I, I'm, I'm... I'm excited to play Mario 64 without having to fight the camera all damn day long. That camera, it, I mean, it's the camera from 1997? 1997 or 98, so it's to be expected. But man, that camera. <sighs> of course, Sunshine has it too. That's why Sunshine isn't very good. Maybe they'll fix that too. And Galaxy, just give me Galaxy again. Just give me Galaxy again. I want to play Galaxy. So good. Some of the best platformers ever made. I hear great things about it, honestly, but gosh, I really wish I could get into it if I get a Switch. 
You want to play Galaxy, man? Go go get a Wii. You can find one of those at a freaking, what, flea market. Forgot the name yeah. for a second. You have for like 10 bucks. I was going to go get one and then this happened, so can't really go out and get it. Yeah, okay, that's true. That's very true. No, actually, yeah, I would have gotten it actually from that store in my uh, little hometown that retro game stuff, which I don't even know if they're going to stay in business after this, but who knows? Yeah, it's happened to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This thing is kind of... Oh, I was doing some scary math again, and this is not looking good. It's just... And it was all avoidable. It pisses yeah. me off. It's just such bullshit. <sighs> Man, we went from we went from happy story about Mario and it's some pressing shit real quick. Isn't that always the case, huh? I don't think it's always the case. Oh, I don't really. I'm depressed all the time. I'm just used to it by now. Ooh. <laughs> Ugh, excuse me. I got uh, other vid- video series to work on. Because I'm working on my way through Jedi Fallen Order, which is great. That game is fantastic outside of some bullshit and some weird graphical stuff that's just odd. But other than that, that game is that game's fantastic. That game is so good. It made me like Star Wars again. But only for this one instance. Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> But I'm playing alongside it, though I haven't finished, haven't started filming anything yet. But I'm going to start from Russia with Love because I'm going to be on a James Bond kick. And I have the game on the PS2, and I'll be like, I want to play through this game because I never beat it. And uh, it's a, it's one of the games you don't hear much about. I remember, thinking, of, I remember thinking that I could have chose between from Russia with Love on GameCube or Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. And I went with the latter. Oh, so <laughs> wait, Silent Assassin. That's the that's the not good one. Let me think. There's one of them that's that's not great. It's good. Some levels aren't. So and it was the next one that was much better. Contracts, which was kind of like a greatest hits. Mm. And then Contract blood money, okay. and then you know, blood money. Blood <laughs> money is the great. Blood, blood money is the great one. You know, I liked Absolution. I know a lot of people didn't, but I don't have a set thing in my head of what Hitman's supposed to be. So I, didn't. I can't really like be mad at Absolution because I only played like a little bit of it, and I can't really. I I didn't get enough a hang of the controls enough for me for me to even play the rest of it to even. The levels are very small, and they're divided up into sections, so I get people will be pissed off about that, but I found that maybe it's not a very good Hitman game, though control-wise, I, uh, or at least gameplay-wise, there's a lot of stuff you can do in that that I, uh, that I found you couldn't really do in the newer Hitman games. That newer Hitman game, I don't, I don't know how much I like it. It's weird. A lot of if it's one of those things if you like it you like it a lot and I love Hitman I've been playing it since Agent Forty Seven, um, it's it's weird this it, Absolution, 
I get why people don't like it, but it plays like, what if we did a cinematic Hitman game and it plays like that and it plays well, the gunplay feels good, the melee feels good, everything about it feels good. It's kind of weird because it's Hitman on the run, but there's still a lot of Hitmanning to do. It's You're not really be give, being given a mission every time. Go kill this guy, kill this guy. It's more like, what if Hitman had to survive? And I like that idea. I understand people didn't respond to it well, but the levels I, I felt were, while very small, you could do all kinds of shit in them. Like, a lot. The problem was, is you would end up going too far end up and end up exiting the level and not realizing it. But I, I, I liked the Absolution a lot. A lot. Um, you played Agent 47, huh? Didn't yeah, I played the OG. It's, uh... Yeah. It's jank as shit, but it's it's a yeah. I like it. You can do a lot in that game. One. Yeah, I think wasn't it the second one that introduced all the stuff a lot of people were more familiar with? What stuff? Like him being a clone and stuff and all that? No, like the mechanics. Which mechanics? Uh, I don't know, first person, all this other stuff. Here uh I don't remember if there's first person in Agent 47, but you can hide bodies and you can do all that and switch clothes and everything. And the levels are huge and they don't tell you where to go. <laughs> so it's a bit of a problem. But uh, I, I I really enjoyed Agent 47. And I enjoyed all of them. I just remember people being down on two. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. Blood Bunny's still great. Now, I hear the new ones are pretty damn good, too. But. It's not that they're bad. I don't think that they're bad. They're great games. It's just... I don't know. I was expecting something different. And I guess... I don't know. The, the episodic thing didn't feel well to me. What's really good about them is when you get these levels, they are huge. And there's so much. there's a lot of replayability to it. And it feels good, and you want to replay it. It's just, I don't know. There was, I was having fun while I was playing it. It's just, it was like, what was the point? Whereas with all the other ones, it felt like there was a larger goal I was going towards. Felt good. I don't know. And Absolution, there's like a whole big-ass story and shit, and it's, I don't know. I really liked the Absolution. Maybe I think it may have been received a hell of a lot better if it wasn't called Hitman, because the gameplay's great and everything. I don't know. It's just, and I only played that f- the f- the first new one. I haven't played the second one, so it's it just the gameplay's great. Everything's great about it. It's just there's some weird jank in it. It's just I don't know. There's something I didn't get that same feeling. That I got in the other Hitman games, where it's like, fuck yeah, I'm Hitman. Uh, there's just, I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. Um, I, I want to see what they do with a third one. I want to see what direction they take it in. Because I like that, I like that other game. It's just, it's, I don't know, I wanted more, I just don't know what more I wanted. Which is weird. So you could do a lot. And there was so much shit to do and so many different ways to, to do it and different objectives. and It's not that they didn't put stuff to do in the game. It's just, I don't... What I was doing, I, the, I don't know. It's all about feeling. It, it was weird. Still like 9 out of 10. It's just not really what I wanted. 
it's something I would throw up for like 10, 15 minutes every now and then to play other than like, other, but the other Hitman games I would play for hours. Uh, I remember liking that first movie. I never saw the second one. <laughs> saw that one in theaters. I never saw the, the second one where they, for some reason, didn't give him a close enough shave so he had peach fuzz and I always thought that was, that was weird. Like a, that was a reboot. Yeah, like, not even... It was yeah, the second re- Hitman movie. I, I think mean, it was not, like not written by the same guy too, right? I have no idea. I don't know anything about those damn movies. I just remember they Skip came out. Woods. Let me see. But I remember Skip liking Woods. the first one for what it was and them trying to do something, but they didn't have the budget. I liked Timothy Oliphant as Agent 47. I liked I liked a lot of God, what they were looking at this guy, Skip Woods, man. That guy looks I liked a lot of what they were trying to do, but they, they it didn't really work. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote it. He he wrote it twice. Huh. Uh, he did the one in the two thousand seven, and then he did the reboot. Well, I never Five saw years. the I never saw the reboot, but I, I did like that in that first one. That that's what it, that's what it is. It was a different one. It was like completely supposed to be different from the first movie. Well, I just I mean I, I'm just saying I never saw it. I, I just um, heard it wasn't great. I just saw the first one. I just remember in the the first one, um, I liked uh, I liked that despite the problems of the movie, Agent Forty Seven felt like a force of nature. It's like, man, this movie isn't so great, but when he starts killing people, he's gonna kill the shit out of some people. <laughs> They're gonna do like a like, film universe with damn. Just Cause, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Deus Ex. Well, hold on. Wait, thief. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Somehow that, that makes that was supposed to be for you know Hitman code name forty seven for the first agent. Sorry, Ugh. agent forty seven. Somehow the, I didn't scoff at Tomb Raider or Just Cause, but when you said fucking Deus Ex and Thief, just was, it just all those are all different time periods. Well, this, hold on. Yeah, Thief is in a different to... freaking universe. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. understand it. I never played the recent, so, most recent Day Six. Supposedly, what uh, God, what was his name? The guy who. This. That's what supposedly one of the producers said that in an interview with IGN. Huh. Well, that is just weird. I mean, I mean, that was back in 2015, and it's five years later. So it's not even like four. Sorry. I mean, what would that even? I have no idea. A day sex movie might work though. There's enough there. There's actually too much. Um, if you did it right, all these things have to, you know, it's all about if they do it right. Uh, Hitman, fuck. Like, fucking thief, like, isn't that, like, supposed to be, like, a, well, I mean, I don't know, like, a fantasy thing? Like, a fantasy? medieval, um. Well, not, like, fantasy, like, uh. 
like yeah, med- medieval. Oh no, there's fantasy. there's fantasy elements in it. There's also horror elements in it, but it's yeah. also it also doesn't take place on Earth or yeah. on uh an, on our Earth. They're not in England. They're not in you know. They're in some weird made up bullshit country. There's magic. There's other weird bullshit. Um. But yeah, uh, it, it not only does it not take place in a real timeline or in a in any in, in real history, unlike Deus Ex, which is supposed to be the future, it's still in the United States of America. Um, and Just Cause is still there, and Tomb Raider is still there, but Thief is not only not anywhere close to being there and is in a made-up place in a made-up time. It's also like a thousand years before any of this bullshit, so I don't know how that would work. That's some weird... He just named games. <laughs> he, he didn't know what he was talking about. Mm. The only I think the only relation they had was they were all owned by the same people at one point in time. Wouldn't that be Idos? I think... Or IDOS all worked on them at one point in time. Which now Hitman is uh, not owned by them anymore. They were owned by Square for a bit. And then they were owned... I think now WB publishes their stuff. But yeah, I think, I think at all one point in time, they were all under the same umbrella. Because Tomb Raider... Is a Square Enix game, technically. Deus Ex is also there. Because there's there's Square Enix and then there's their offshoots. Kind of like Bethesda also has other developers and stuff. I think it's IDOS. Uh, Deus Ex is there. Just Cause I thought was a different one, but I think they're still in the same... That's weird because that developer moves around. So they're not actually tied to one guy, um, or to one uh, publisher or company, because I believe Just Cause is in that same wheelhouse. But those that developer that made them, I think they're either Monolith or a- Avalanche. Uh, they helped make Rage Two for ID Software and Bethesda, but their offices are like right next to each other, so that makes sense. But uh, or not its office, but Bethesda's. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the only relation. And yeah, and Thief got got picked up by them, and they did that reboot. I think that's the only relation they had, because otherwise that makes no sense at all. Anyway, shape, form, or fashion, I would love to see what that world looks like. I may know that one country that hasn't advanced in technology for the last thousand years. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Meanwhile. Bolivia is literally on fire. And there's a dude riding missiles in the sky. Man, that's crazy. Hell of a vacation spot. And then yeah. Laura Croft's just doing shit. Her, her stuff doesn't change too much. But like... And then, and then Agent 47... Of course, Hitman's world and lore is weird to begin with. Yeah. It's like, it gets odd. But yeah. We should be getting another Deus Ex game soon. One would think. Hmm. How did how did uh Mankind Divided do? 
it reviewed well. It had some weird microtransaction bullshit, but it reviewed well, and I think it sold pretty damn well, but I never played it. I played Human Revolution, and I loved it. And I believe it also yeah. did very well. Same. It's been ages since I even played that game. God, I had so much fun with that game. It was almost like 20 years in between yeah, it I mean, and Invisible shit. War. Yeah. Or no. No, 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 no. No, not 20 years. Because Invisible War came yeah. out in the middle of the 2000s. I wish I could play the PC, the original Deus Ex. I, the only, the only version could. I played of it. Yeah, I could. The only version I played of it was I mean, the PS2 I own it. port. The PS2 port of that, which was wait, wait, wait hold I on. Mean, There's a PS2 port of the original Deus Ex. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about it's... Invisible War? No, original. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought they only mm-hmm. made Invisible War for the consoles. Which I wonder if that game is as bad as people remember. I. Wouldn't even know. I never got the chance people to try that out. I just remember people talking shit about it forever. But I don't remember I had, if it was a, actually a bad game or if people just were like, this isn't the game I wanted. Yeah, I had fun with Deus Ex. I just, as soon as it got to the shooting parts or whatever, it was... That's why you gotta invest in and knowing how to shoot, man. Otherwise, you're screwed. I mean, it's not even knowing how to. It's not even. It's not even. I max out my skills for shooting. It's not even. It's just that as soon as a a lot of enemies start coming into frames, just drop, and it's just a nightmare to even aim and just. Man, that you're. That's. Oh, on PS2. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) I would say it's like what frame drop. That's fucking game's like thirty years old. This is a. No, on a PS2 that makes sense. Um. Or technically, I think the only thing holding that thing back is the fact that Deus Ex is huge. Uh, but no, uh, PC version, you don't put in the right skills, you die. That's yeah, what I, happens. I know. Oh, you can swim real well. Well, have fun swimming in hell. And it's oh shit, <laughs> I forgot yeah. to learn how to shoot. You know, you can do you can do a lot of well. As much as the port will let you do, I think. I would assume. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably assuming that the PC version just lets you go nuts. Which is... Fucking uh, System Shock 2 is like that as well. Yeah, you could, like, literally... Man, like, there's, like, a freaking boss. You don't even gotta... You don't even gotta fight him at all, man. You got All you gotta do is just say his kill switch phrase and dude explodes. I believe you can avoid all the bosses. You don't have to kill anybody either. You can undertale that shit. It's like, why we gotta fight, man? Yeah. Just yeah. But that guy had it coming, though. I never so. tried to do that bullshit. I'm like, yeah. we're, we're, my thing is like, we're engaged in armed combat. And it's not like he's being forced to do it. If they were being forced to be like, okay, I'm not going to kill you. Motherfucker, he's talking about killing me and hundreds of other people. Okay, I think I'm good. Think Pretty I much. Could, that, think I could kill him. Yeah. That dude None was of all, these guys. That dude was all about killing everybody and all that shit. And I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to fight you. We're opposing I'm just gonna, forces. It didn't make... I wanna, I, I'm just going to fucking straight up say the thing and I'm just going to watch you turn into a fucking... Squ- just, Verhoeven Jackson Pollock painting. I mean, I'm not there purposely to kill a bunch of people, but like, 
terrorists are running at me trying to kill me. I mean, well, they knew what yeah. they were doing. Self-defense, yeah. man. <laughs> what do we do? Um, unlike in Jedi Fall Order, I where shoot, I kill I shit out of spite. I do shoot. Uh, I do shoot the first guy though. As soon as he starts talking about the trilateral commission and all that bullshit and the Rothschilds, because I'm like, I ain't down for that shit. Yeah. They blew up the Statue of Liberty, man. Bastards. Fuck's wrong with you? What? The NS. The first NSF commander starts bringing in all this anti-Semitic conspiracy no, bullshit. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm talking about the terrorists. Like, why would I sympathize with these motherfuckers? It's like they blew up the oh, yeah, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> that's the beginning yeah, that's of the true. game. It's like, man, Statue of Liberty got fucked that, up. It's like, yeah, it sure did. That and also, <laughs> well, that and as soon as he like noticed like the dialogues, he's like, when you actually decide to talk with the guy, it's like, oh, we again, he starts dropping these anti-Semitic conspiracy shit, and I'm like. Ugh. Bye. <laughs> and Disco Elysium, which is such an intricate RPG, apparently you can accidentally I become a white hear, supremacist? I can, I hear stuff about that damn game, and I... Man, I'm so damn curious just to, just to try it. It's coming out for the Switch soon, apparently, and that, that sounds great. Uh, it's PC only at the moment. But man, the shit I hear about this game... Dude was just screwing around, just clicking through some dialogue, just trying to get like points or something like that. He didn't realize what the guy was saying, and he gets a pop up says "learned advanced race theory." He's like, "What?" It's like your character becomes member, becomes a fighter for the white cause. He's like, "Oh no!" And your character ends up becoming a white supremacist by accident because he just didn't want to read the dialogue, and then he had to restart to restart everything. Like, yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> Maybe go, don't go talk to, uh, you know, that Nazi hobo over there. There's a reason. Hmm. Yeah, but I hear some great things about that game. Great, great things. Uh, I can't wait to play it eventually. Can't wait to play Doom Eternal. I've been waiting on that for a while. Hopefully, Gamefly will send it to me, but with everything with the pandemic, it's yeah. getting nuts. But I want to play it so bad. I want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake as well. Man, that shit looks fun. The Doom Eternal. FF Seven Remake. Yeah, I need to... I mean, there's no way I'm going to play that. Uh, I'm just going to have to watch somebody else, someone else's long play of it. I just... I can't believe they're doing it. Those crazy motherfuckers are doing it. I'm sure by the end of this, it's just going to be versus 13. It's like, I got you. Bunch of fuckers. And you said it couldn't be done. Just kills everybody in the next game. And it's this, this is new guys. It's versus 13 now. That dude is pissed that they didn't let him make versus 13. He's so pissed. Yeah. Well, we can't really talk about movies because there's nothing out. <laughs> That's a weird thing. Well, I mean, there is, but some VOD, and frankly, I'm trying to convince my mom's husband to even bother watching any of these is just a chore. So, I got to watch yeah. The Invisible Man eventually. 
Yeah, same. Heard some great things about it. I just can't was, wait. I was going to go see that, but then... Uh, yeah. I was going to go see King Kong as well. But I didn't. Uh, At least my last... What? Go ahead. I was just... I was trying to start a thought, and I lost it. <laughs> I really wanted to see James Bond. At least my last movie theaters wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog or Bloodshot. Heart Sonic the Hedgehog was not bad. Yeah. Which, how'd that happen? It's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. How the fuck they get a good movie? They can't make a good game, but they can make an okay movie. How? Beats me. Oh, that's another thing that's getting announced. So with all that Mario shit... That's going to be announced. They're going to do like some celebration or something and announce all this stuff. So we don't know if it's going to be like a direct for what would have been E3 or if it's going to be something separate to their would have been E3 direct presentation. But we know that they plan on or they planned stuff has changed because of the coronavirus. They were going to talk about the games, this new weird ass Lego set that I don't understand. I don't know what it is. You play Mario, but with Legos. I'm confused. Also, it's a weird-shaped Mario. Quite interesting. I don't know. It's probably great. It's Nintendo. And Nintendo was a kick-ass <laughs> toy company, so oh, who knows? Excuse me. But, um... No, other than that, they're gonna... Uh, the games that uh, reveal details on their theme park... Which... That probably got scrapped. You know... Not a lot of people going to theme parks right now. But I'd go to Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land sounds badass. And then another thing that they were going to talk about is, oh yeah, remember like four years ago, Nintendo okayed a Mario movie. And it's been worked on this whole time. Isn't it supposed to be animated or something like that? It is animated. It's uh, by the guys. It's by Illumination. Illumination, yeah. Which, this it's very hit and miss. Mm. But I would imagine that Nintendo would not let that movie come out if it was a miss. That's how that company operates. This is the company that bought rights to a porno just so there wouldn't be a Mario porno out there. Like, they... They... They are very, very touchy about their shit. You notice how nobody talks about Metroid Other M? Because they buried it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Very, very tough. Especially when it comes to Mario. Metroid, or, or Metroid they've been kind of weird on because it's never been that big of a hit in Japan. But with Mario, that's their big that's their big hitter. Underneath him is, you know, it's Legend of Zelda. So, like, I mean, Mario, they don't, they don't, they don't let anybody touch Mario. So it's probably the reason this has taken four years. That's a hell of a long, long ass. Because uh, I believe I heard about it in 2016. It might be longer than that. Uh, a long ass time to be working on a movie. Any movie. Let alone anim- animation. Which well can range anywhere from being really fast or taking a hell of a long time. It depends on what they're doing. We still don't know what this movie looks like. We haven't seen a poster or anything. And this is apparently where we're going to get our first taste. It probably could have been that they've been working with this on this, and they've been like, hey, how's this? And Nintendo went, fuck you. And they went, okay, I guess we'll go back. And they just been sitting there 
Just waiting. Just waiting something good to come out. Um, like, we don't even know who's casting it. I kind of hope... I kind of hope... Danny DeVito. I kind of... No. I kind of hope... It's Charles Martinet. It's just all the voice actors from the game. Why the hell not? It's an animated movie. Let's do it. I always thought the best way to do a Mario movie, um, live action or not, um, is to... Uh, it doesn't matter if Mario talks or not. Uh, I have no problem with that. I, I'm not one of those people that believes that, well, they didn't talk in the original game, so they don't need to talk now. They're always to be silent. I'm like, they couldn't talk in the original games. Have you ever seen a, a Nintendo Entertainment System? They didn't know what voice was. We were happy to have color. Like, we, we, they weren't going to talk to you. Um, so that's a weird thing that we've held on to. But, of course, Mario does talk. Charles Martinet got that job, and Mario wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I think his first role was uh, an Mario was like, was an educational game and then some kind of card game they did for the computer uh, but yeah Martinet but I've always thought the best way if you want to do a traditional Mario movie you want to, you want to tell just like it is in the game um, it doesn't have to be 100% like this but you've direct it as a silent movie Just think about mm-hmm. think about how much, especially in the newer Mario games, even when there is dialogue, how much of it is is driven by their uh, by their actions, their emotions, their reactions, their faces, their highly animated faces and stuff like that. Um, so direct it, block it, make it like a silent movie, but you can still have them talk every now and then. Hell, you can have them talk the whole damn time, but to get that Mario-ness out of it, that that awe, that, oh, I can't believe this is happening, direct it like a silent movie. And make sure that music is loud as hell. Um, but yeah, I don't care if Mario talks the whole damn movie. Um, Charles Martinet is a great actor. Let him talk. But I think it's best to direct it that way in terms of how you show the characters. Or, or and, and how the movie is blocked and and shown and perceived. Um, it filmed. Or I guess it would be filmed, but and everything. But this is whether you do it live action or not. I've always thought that was best because that's uh, at least for the first time around to get the point of the characters um, and what they're doing. And Mario would also work as a almost completely silent movie, but I don't think you need to go that far. I don't think that's necessary. I think the directing it like one, shooting it like one is necessary in terms of the emotion that you need and what you need to show on camera. But there can be sound and they can talk. But the music and the uh, staging and the setting, that's going to sell that movie. As for what they do in animation, I think you can still do it that way. I just think it's going to be a little difficult in some aspects. Um, you can still get that awe moment, but in animation, you're going to have to really push it, like with Spider-Verse. So, another thing is, we don't know what this movie looks like. We don't know if it's going to be, if it's going to look like, um, like the regular 3D Mario that we're used to. 
or if it's going to uh, if it's going to look like something different. Like, what if it's Paper Mario? I'd lose my shit. Uh, we we have no idea. We don't know if Luigi's in it. We don't know what it is. We have no idea what this movie is. We don't know if it's just being like, it's Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom, which is probably the better of the ideas. Oh, or if they're going to be like, they're in Brooklyn first or, or, or whatever. Um, no idea. But uh, whatever it is, it's been taking a while to work on, and Nintendo has been right behind them. I know for a fact that they're not going to reveal images of it, and we're going to go, what the fuck is that? That's not a Mario. That looks like some kind of weird demon like we did with Sonic the Hedgehog because Shikeru Miyamoto would stab a motherfucker if they yeah. tried to do that. This is our interpretation of Mario. Well, this is my interpretation of you living, and then they're dead, and it's like, that's how you offended me. <laughs> You're dead now. It's like, I don't know. He could do that. Yeah, He just looks at him to death. He's like Ghost Rider. Makes him see their sins. It's like, that's fucked up. Yep. He's a great man, though. It's like, okay, man. It's like, it's... He apparently doesn't pull punches, either, if he doesn't like something. So, like, I can only imagine if they're showing it off now that it's in a state where it's close to to being done. But a four-year production, if not longer, is pretty long for a movie. I mean, that's getting up there for a video game. Um, but uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this could be the first truly good video game movie, not the first, it's not bad, or it's okay, or that's a that's pretty good. Well, if this is like the first, this is this movie's amazing, like, like we got with comic book movies. For a while there, it was kind of hit and miss, and there was some stuff there. Then we got Superman. It was like, oh, yeah. Then we got Superman 2. That was pretty good. And then we got nothing but shit from onward until about Batman 89. <laughs> and we got Batman Returns. That was pretty good. And then then we did it again. And then Batman Begins. And it was pretty good till Dark Knight Rises. And DC just doesn't know how to fucking do that. But the same thing with comic book movies is you get, we have to get our good one. But we haven't really had that with, with, uh, with video games yet. Because comic book movies, they got Superman. Superman right out of the gate. That's the that's one of the best superhero movies ever made. Not one of the best achievements in film. I love that damn movie. Richard Donner's great. We haven't had that for video games. Detective Pikachu wasn't that. Sonic the Hedgehog sure as hell wasn't that. So I'm waiting for us to get that. And I think if anyone has a shot, it's Nintendo. I just wonder, I just never thought about what the art style would be before, but it could, it could 100% be completely different. I don't know. You got any other thoughts you want to talk about? Uh, It seems like it covered all the bases here. Uh, Definitely am curious as to how they're going to do the Mario movie. Uh, Don't know. You know, it'd be, I mean, it would be nice if they would use the, you know, like the VAs from the games and stuff, but. I mean, why the hell not know. at this point? Yeah. Makes sense. Well, with that, 
I know it was kind of a low energy episode, but with that, we're coming to the end uh, because I got stuff to do. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping I'd get to go to sleep, but Joe's got something going on, so I got to figure something out about that. Uh, but other than that, uh, why don't you rep your stuff? Uh, y'all can find me at my uh, freaking uh, blog blog post. What's it? Oh, geez, it's been a while since I've been written over there either. KaijuFanboyBlogspot.com. Hopefully, I'll do some more writing and also follow me at a uh, at your friend Twitter.com. Uh, where I just ship pills nonstop. That is Other not a that, lie. Yeah. And y'all can find me over at The Autistic Cowboy over on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all the same name. And of course, here with this show, Spectrum Talk, and on my other show, Sermon Time, which is usually just me, or probably will only be me, and that's where I do the other side of my life, <laughs> which uh, I was supposed to write a sermon today, but that didn't go down as well as I thought it was going to. But other than that, uh, yeah, so The Autistic Cowboy, the website, the YouTube, I mean, I don't stream anymore, but the Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, basically all social media under that title. And, uh, yeah, hopefully next time I'll be joined by James so we actually can talk about Resident Evil 3. Or maybe in that time, Rowan, or Pedro will actually have beaten uh, <coughs> Resident Evil 3, or at least played it. It'll be probably in the summer by then. The so. summer? Man, what the hell? If you had a PS4, I'd just give you my copy. Uh, probably just afford it. You know, when I get it on Steam and all that. Alright, well. I guess he'll do that. Until then, we're done with the show. Alright. See ya.